Surprise, ladies and gentlemen, you get two episodes in one week. Look at you. You're beautiful. You deserve it. And real quick, allow me to introduce myself. I am Kenny Gomez. I am one of the co-hosts of your favorite podcast, You, Me, and Lore. I also go by Ken Dog on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you get to kind of see a little view behind the curtain. So typically when me and Brandon get ready to record, we talk about events, TV shows, series, everything under the umbrella to get us ready so that way we don't sound too robotic on the pod. Uh, this time we spoke about the new show, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I haven't seen it yet. I will see it by the end of this recording, but you guys get to enjoy Brandon's point of view, uh, some thoughts I had based on what I know about Star Wars, uh, but I'm done talking, ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy the newest bonus episode. Okay. So, Brandon, the real question here is, give us the vibe you got from the first two episodes of Kenobi. Um, so, Ben walks around in a desert. There's the show. Real quick, <laughs> do they, is that like Ben is his code name or? Well, yeah, but to be fair, Ben was his, was his name in, you know, episode four i.e. the first one so you know it continuity wise it makes sense okay i mean everybody was calling him obi-wan and and you know attack of the clones well yeah but that's back when he was obi-wan when he went into hiding and protect luke he had to change his name to ben he was ben Ken- but he kept his last name but you know what's fucked up i just now remembered he called himself ben kenobi <laughs> like... he... <laughs> Bro, you gotta love you, you have to love great writing that's what that is. Great you want great writing? I'll go into the whole plot for you. <laughs> All right, all right. So just just break break us down. Break it. Hey, tell me the story, and then I'm gonna peep in when I think the story is getting a little too obvious. Okay. So Ben Kenobi walks around a lot, right? Um, like Jesus. Like like G- <laughs> Basically, he's basically Jesus. Um, but with less I mean, powers. <laughs> have you seen the meme of him where they have him like? Did up like Jesus Christ in his I Jedi have. uniform. Yeah, I have. That shit's <laughs> hilarious. A couple people have retweeted it because, like, some people were being serious and being like, a lot of people are too scared to share, to share this, but I praise the one God. And then it's like an obvious picture of fucking Kenobi. Of Ewan McGregor. <laughs> I want to see the original post and I want to see how many times they got shared. I do too. Cause, like, props to that dude. Um, or gal. I don't know. But, um, Look at you. Look at you, Mr. I'm getting better, man. I'm getting better. (laughs) I'm getting better. Girls can make just as funny memes as dudes. Nah. Anyway. Sometimes sometimes funnier. Um, So he walks around a lot. And then um, that's kind of the whole fucking movie, dude. (laughs) Like, he walks around a lot. (laughs) I say movie. You know I mean show. And, um... There's really just nothing happens. And then all of a sudden, the plot comes in. <laughs> just So, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop you right here because this is, a, this is a gaming podcast. So, essentially what you're telling me This is a lore is podcast. A lore podcast. Oh, excuse this me. This isn't a gaming podcast. This is a lore podcast. It's a gaming lore podcast. It's not you, me, Tomato. and gaming lore. <laughs> Tomato potato. <laughs> so essentially someone was like hey we're gonna use the plot from death stranding but we're gonna sprinkle some star wars yes yes <laughs> it's death stranding and in, in the desert instead of mountains that's exactly it is it a motif of uh jesus going into the desert <laughs> you are really stuck on jesus right now. <laughs> no i'm i'm the hispanic man dude my cousins own a church <laughs> How do you own a church? It's owned by God. Touche. I, 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 miss, I misspoke. So they, they, have their, they, they created a church because they like to spread. Oh, and, and shout out to my cousin. They're actually really doing big things in the community. Oh, yeah, um, no, man. I would not ever even try to do that <laughs> like, at all. Not even as a joke. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that. I don't have the uh, – I have commitment issues. <laughs> Man, it's it's why I will say that was probably, if not the closest, I came to be like super like in the faith. 
was in their church. Oh man, I'm I'm a like baptized and confirmed Lutheran. Uh, so you like problems? You you yeah. you enjoy problems? <laughs> I literally was started in the religion that was like. Fuck your bullshit. <laughs> you can't pay to go to heaven. <laughs> this is some this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to write a long story about why it's bullshit and post it on your door. Which, what a gangster move, by the way. <laughs> like, gangster fucking move. He didn't, like, spread it in pamphlets to people. He posted that shit on their fucking door. <laughs> like, gangster. That's That was the original tweet. You know who's not gangster? Obi-Wan Kenobi in the show. Um, they totally nerfed <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, they nerfed him. Like, do- they nerfed Doctor Strange coming out of his 70s run. Ooh, that's bad. I mean, I, but I, so here's my thing about it. Because when you say that, I think of I think of KOTOR 2. I think of in the sense of after Shorty came back from the Mandalorian Wars and, you know, she had her, her supervisor meeting with the Jedi Council... You know, she, she, her, her connection with the force was snapped. So I, I can kind of see why in the show, especially dude, man thinks he murdered his best friend slash like the son he raised. Oh, you know, he finds that out like super early that he didn't, he finds that out really, really fast. Like there's no lead up to it. Like he just, knows. there's no build up. There's no, no. there's oh, no build up. Um, that's wonderful. I think it's in the second episode. It might be the first. The whole thing is just a pile of shit. It's hard to know when you start eating it, like how deep you are into it, because the whole thing just tastes the same. Is it like that cake in Matilda? Yeah. God damn. Um, but so eventually they like at some point decided like, oh shit, we need a plot. So they retconned Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> like, just retcon the fuck out of her. And uh, more of a retcon than what they did in, like, the sequel series. Like, <laughs> retcon so the we, fuck out of her. Are we not going to let that poor woman rest, is what you're saying? No, no. Like, her whole role is, like, just so beyond. But, so they decide, and by they, you won't ever guess who the fuck makes an appearance. What do you, A okay, group so... of people. A group of people make an appearance. So from what I've seen of all the trailers, it's if you've if you played um what's that amazing video game called? I why am I drawing a blank? Fallen Order. Oh, um, dude. Star Wars amazing Fallen game. Order. Amazing game. I actually I need to I need to purchase it. That's gonna be on my list of things to do with this new experience. If you if you played Fallen Order, then you know the Inquisitors. I'm assuming that's yep. the uh Okay. Yep. Spoiler, y'all. I know I'll, when we when we make this put in the episode, we will include. Spoilers. Oh no! If you no, <laughs> too late. Um, <laughs> Fuck them. You came to hang out. Um. So they show up. The Inquisitors show up, right? So this whole show is literally just the writers didn't know what to do, so they stole plots from everywhere else and kind of like poorly finagled them together with duct tapes, hopes, and dreams. Um, like thoughts and prayers is like the whole show is thoughts and prayers. Like that's it. Like <laughs> it, there's nothing there. So sir, the that's the greatest weapon in the arsenal is thoughts there, and it, prayers. I wish, um, I wish, but, uh, <laughs> so the inquisitors and somehow know that princess Leia is the son of Anakin Skywalker. They just know. Hey, follow up question. <laughs> as, as a person who has, done some reading, seen a YouTube video or two. If they knew that she was the son of Anakin Skywalker, why the hell in every media that follows Vader's story, he has no idea who his kids are? Ding, ding, ding. You want to know what's even better? Yeah, okay, so this one I do know and I wanted to ask you about. because this And it's, this is because... I actually watched Star Wars Rebels. I didn't think I was going to like it. Didn't think I was going to get into it. But just like Clone Wars, they and Dave Filoni does it every time. The first season is a very kid-centric season. And then by the end of the series, that shit is for adults. Yeah. And I I appreciate that just because he doesn't insult his viewers. Because kids grow up and they get older. So I I do appreciate that about um, the progression of the show. I will give them one cool scene they did do was there was an out of work um, clone trooper that was begging for money. 
Mm. We're still wearing clone armor the whole nine, and they had the actual actor. Yeah, for the so amount of money they're paying him, hell yeah, he's yeah. gonna show up as a as a bum a couple times. Yeah. yeah. So so the VA, no matter what universe, is trash. Is what dude? Don't get me fucking started. They're wanting to remove <laughs> anesthesiologists from VAs now. <laughs> Why do they hate y'all? I don't know, man. Because um, we're we're easy we're easy targets, but there's nothing. Nobody. We don't have any representation. Like there's zero representation. None. We don't have Ooh. any. Um, yeah, or Washington D.C. Uh, no, because Washington D.C. is very, very rich. <laughs> so <laughs> I take that back. West Virginia. <laughs> we're that. We're the Panhandle of Maryland. <laughs> we're the four counties that nobody talks about because they're not near Baltimore. Oh, um, uh, apparently you're just like the Inquisitors, not knowing yeah. who your kids are. So the right okay. So here's the other thing, right? If the Inquisitors are aware that Leia is Anakin's kid, why do they not know about Luke? And they know somehow they know he's on Tatooine somewhere. They know they know Kenobi is on Tatooine. They know that Leia is the son of Anakin, but they don't know that Luke exists, even though they know Leia exists and they're twins. Spoiler. But at the same Yo, time, wait, I, I want to <laughs> clarify something. It's been close to like 20, 30 years. If y'all have not seen the first trilogy, <laughs> I to don't be know fair, what to tell you. <laughs> Star Wars is so saturated; a lot of people don't know where to start. Ah, uh, I'm dude. No, to give no. them some credit. No, no, we live in the internet age. You have a computer in your hand, so no, they know what they were getting into when they listened to this podcast. Facts. <laughs> so they decide. By they, I once again mean the mysterious Inquisitors that just are now a thing. And the Inquisitors purposely let one former Jedi get away, even though they literally had him cornered. And they literally stopped chasing him because two buckets fell down in front of the Inquisitors. And they're like, ah, damn. Shocks. Can't chase him now. <laughs> like, it's the equivalency of you getting chased by the cops. So you stop in place put down one Lego brick and then flee. And the cops was like, Oh, I ain't stepping on that fucking Lego, bro. Ain't no way. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to relate it to like, um, dead by daylight when the killer's chasing you and you drop a, uh, a pallet and he's like, Oh, I can't get over it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ah, oh, you got me. It's so pathetic. Like it's, it's pathetic. The whole show is pathetic actually. And then, wow, that's ooh, that dude. Is... It sucks. And I'm like, you know me. I'm a huge Kenobi fan. I'm like, of all the Jedi's, Gray Jedi are my favorite. Like, I fucking love it. Kenobi is by far my favorite Jedi, and they murdered him. And I would have taken anything. It could have been literally Obi Wan wandering around in the desert for six episodes, just talking to himself and working out how to like, like what he did coming out of the third episode, and like what he needs to do to take care of Luke from afar. And then have the show be about him, like, protecting Luke from afar. Like, maybe he gets in trouble with swamp rats or some shit, you know? Because he used to talk about shooting swamp rats, you know? They had so many so many opportunities for this show. And instead they chose, we're going to focus on Princess Leia. And she's going to get kidnapped, right? And then, and then she got kidnapped because somehow that means Kenobi's going to come out of hiding. And it's like, Kenobi's not in charge of protecting Leia. Like, he's never been in charge of protecting Leia. His, his charge is Luke. <laughs> like, that's the whole ass point of six fucking movies. <laughs> so, two things with that, right? Because, like, when, when you say it, because I remember correctly, that's a huge plot hole. Because when the twins were born, yes, they were like, hey, you're going to take Leia, and I'm not going to know, and I'm going to take yes. Luke, and you're, gonna, you're not going to know. Keep them separate. So th Just in case they find one, they can't find the other, right? Well, first of all, motherfuckers, there was so obviously in that scene, if you go back to that scene where they're born, there are other people in the room. So we can assume that one of them spoke up. We, we can assume that because people are fucking chatty bitches. Also, to set the scene, guys, this is at the end of Revenge of the Sith after one of the most amazing choreographed battles and musical score in film history. Go ahead. Facts. Facts. So then. If they did chat, if they were chatty, chatty bears, uh, they knew both of them existed, right? And somehow, the Inquisitors are on Tatooine, and they decide to kidnap Leia on Coruscant, 
to bring <laughs> Obi-Wan out of hiding from Tatooine that they know he's on <laughs> and where Luke is in order to force him to go to Coruscant for Leia. <laughs> I So she gets kidnapped, right? <laughs> I don't know where else to go because it's so shitty. Okay. And then like the way they kidnap her is Leia is literally just wandering around in the woods alone. <laughs> like that's it. Like, and somehow they knew that Leia was going to be in those woods by that tree at that random moment. <laughs> like, totally random, because she was there for absolutely zero reason. And and just take her. And it's like, that's it? <laughs> like, it was that easy? I, I wish it was that easy to kidnap people. I've tried. It's hard. <laughs> They're quick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Real quick, I haven't. Just I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was a joke. It was a joke. But you see what I'm saying? Like, it's so, like, she is the princess of an entire planet. And she's just alone in the <laughs> um So, they... so uh, here, here's my thing, right? Because there's one thing I can't get past. It's the fact that you said the Inquisitors know where he is. Yes. They know what planet. Yes. And I do want to paint a picture just for, for everybody who's listening. This isn't something that you can normally keep away from Darth Vader. I don't know anybody in the world who could keep that away from Darth Vader. Number one, there's no way that he didn't know that Obi-Wan was on Tatooine. The other thing is the type of man Vader is around this time. If he knew Obi-Wan was on Tatooine, guess who would have pulled up in Tatooine? Yeah, especially to fight Obi-Wan again. Right, and... I do want to. I do want to like a quick little side quest, and and I'm not gonna go too in deep because maybe that'll be a fun bonus episode if we do like Fall in Order and and Kotor. Oh, and we'll that. have to do that. Yeah, that's definitely gonna happen, especially since Fall in Order is getting a sequel. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I, I really need to finish Fall in Order. Um, so my thing is this: I believe you've read this this comic. I know I've read this. I've read I have this comic. I've, I have I've not. heard this. Comic. I know which one you're going through, and I have not. So, y'all, I'm, I'm not going to go too deep just because it deserves a purchase. It deserves a, a watch on someone's YouTube channel who dedicated time to, like, retell it. There is a storyline called Vader Down. Storyline is very simple. Uh, Vader is in a firefight with a particular pilot. They end up crashing on a planet. This planet is completely surrounded by rebels. And when Vader gets out of his ship and this entire rebel army has him surrounded, he clearly lets them know, you guys don't have me trapped. I have you trapped. And just ridiculousness I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. Exactly. That, that, like that's the the comic is is one of those. The comic is is the best sequel to the end of Rogue One. If you liked what you saw at the end of Rogue One, I highly recommend the storyline. You don't have me surrounded. You just made it harder for me to miss. <laughs> Dude, essentially that's what happened. It's, essentially that's what happened because. It it's yo know, it's it's Vader. So like this whole this this whole storyline, I guess they're pushing on the show. It doesn't seem very believable. No, well, we'll get. I have a, a point that I'm gonna make about that at the end of my spiel on why Kenobi Ooh. sucks. So Kenobi gets talked into going and saving Leia because homeboy, fucking you know the, I guess king president El Presidente. I don't know what the fuck this dude is like ambassador. Oh, uh, fucking, of course, on Leia's charge, um, uh, homeboy. They actually had him reprise his role from the movie, which is pretty dope. Um, and it's her, no, her, her, her dad, her, her, <laughs> yeah, her quote unquote daddy, um, her stepdad, <laughs> her new dad. <laughs> so, dude, man is saying, I don't care anymore. 
if she gets caught, it is what it is. No, no, he hits up Kenobi, and Kenobi's like, you're not supposed to call me. Like, you're breaking, literally, we only had two rules. (laughs) (laughs) This is you. That's you on the phone with this guy. (laughs) And the guy's like, they kidnapped Leia, and somehow Kenobi knows exactly who he's talking about. Um, (laughs) And um, he's like, not my problem. It's your problem. You have literally a planet, a planet of of warriors to find this one, <laughs> this little girl. And he's like, no, I can't use them because we can't let people know she's been kidnapped. And, like, you can see Ewan McGregor in that scene kind of realize at that moment how shitty the story is. Because, like, he accidentally, like, does a facial slip of what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> And, like, he quickly corrects it. It's, like, for a split second. (laughs) He's like, don't you got access to Black Ops? Like, Like, you can't hire no mercenaries? So, Kenobi's like, fine, I'll go. And then Kenobi just goes to Coruscant. (laughs) He just leaves Luke, (laughs) knowing that Inquisitors are on tattooing and that that Leia has been kidnapped, so there are people actively looking for, for fucking Anakin's kids. And that he is the only one in charge, like, who can do anything about it. And he just leaves. Oh, and, and, um, this is also when the person who adopted Luke, I forget the dude's name. Um, somebody's going to... Isn't it Ewan? Um, I can't remember. The dude who adopted Luke, um... Yeah. I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. But he's already had a run-in with the Inquisitors. And the Inquisitors were, like, interrogating him on, like, if he knew anything. But Kenobi's like, ah, fuck it, they got it, and just rolls out. <laughs> oh, so that, so, you, so, this, so, time out. So, my man spends like the better part of his life trying to convince this man to let him train this kid and get him ready. And like the minute he gets kidnapped, and may give up the fact that hey, Luke is here and exists. Luke, Luke is like, Luke eh. is a secondary citizen because of Leia, because she's a princess, <laughs> and um. Dude, so it gets worse. <laughs> it gets so much worse. He eventually goes fucking finds Leia X Y Z. The next big scene I have an issue with is Leia falls off of a building, just randomly falls off of a building while a firefight is going on. There's a firefight, and I feel like that's it's. You know what? Of everything you told me, this is slightly plausible. No, I mean, it's a kid. Right? No, it's not. Wait, oh, hold it's on. That blatant. It's okay. that blatant because she, this this bitch, <laughs> takes like thirty goddamn minutes to fall off of the ledge of this building. <laughs> like they focused, like you know how, like there's there's a give and take, right? You have to have some lead up to a point, or else the point doesn't hit. At the same time, you know, yes, some things that come out of left field do hit a certain way, but. When you spend 30 minutes trying to build up her falling off the off the building, I'm no longer rooting for fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi to save her from falling off the building. I'm hoping this bitch falls off the building so that way we can move on to the next plot point. <laughs> yeah, my man is ready for a, a whole paradox to go down just because of bad writing. Now, like, now here's more. Here's more. Ewan McGregor is returning fire. He just has a blaster randomly that he is just shooting away with, which he has his lightsaber on him. And, yes, one could argue, well, he doesn't want to use a lightsaber, Brandon, because he's going to give away that he's other than Kenobi. No shit, motherfucker. The reason they kidnapped her was to get him out of hiding to find him. They already know he's a fucking Jedi. That's why they're hunting him down, you stupid bitch. (laughs) So, like, and I want to recall a certain line where fucking Ewan McGregor, he fired a fucking blaster before, and he's disgusted by it. He blasters disgust this man, and he's just like no qualms, just shooting away at nothing, like no big deal. So like the whole the whole thing is just fucking stupid. Because the only reason they did it is because I'm sure they fucking had to cut CGI funding out of the lightsabers. Because I, I haven't I've seen Damn. one lightsaber this entire film. Only one lightsaber has turned on. I will tell you this: the wrong lightsaber turned on. Because this is the most controversial thing I've been wanting to talk about. So, huge spoiler. Explain to me how the Inquisitor is dead 
is um, just because they have no idea what they're doing on a writing level. Like, none. No you continuity. Know what's the funny thing? Here, I'm, I'm going to say it because I, I'm, it's, it, it'll be easier, more palatable coming from me. Writers on Star Wars really don't know what to do with black people. Like, shout out to the guy who wrote Lando because he knocked it out of the park. But, like, this is the same issue we have with Finn. Yep. Finn was a super fucking awesome idea for a character that they just blew. They, yeah, they ruined it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it, they, 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 they made him such a side character. Yep. And then it, the weird, they kind of were like trying to set up a relationship with him and Ray. And then they're like, uh, no, we'll just give him the other girl. And then, Hey, last minute, we kind of want you to be a Jedi, but we don't. It's that same thing. That's the whole show of Kenobi. That same feeling of everything just kind of. Like everything forced into mm. into a package that shouldn't fit, and it's it's all tropes. The the package that they're loading is just tropes, and and like so, Ho finally falls off this building after like fucking thirty minutes, and then Kenobi, <laughs> it's only like a three story building too. Like it's not far, and you're like, hey, let this little girl break her ankle. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. If she's gonna be fine, like. Like she's aim for the bushes. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I was gonna. Here's here's you the had other thirty thing minutes too. to aim. <laughs> well, here's the other thing too. Because of the 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 sequel trilogy, they introduced force healing. I know this man can force heal. Uh, I don't have a comment on that because I'm not I'm not as well versed in force healing. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sidebar about it all. Yeah. I, so I don't have a, I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a, a way to go either way. If she did break a leg, he's returning her to fucking <laughs> being a princess. You know what I mean? Like she's going to get healthcare. She's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yo, my man was like, she got, she got healthcare. Homie. It's, okay. it's fine. <laughs> like, her, her premiums are low cause she's rich. Um, <laughs> Your case was instead of using the force to catch her, use the force to throw that lightsaber. Real quick. Do anything other than what you were doing. So there's a saying in the military, and it, it always it always sticks with me. The um, a bad decision is always better than indecision. Because indecision, yeah, all, yeah. yeah it, in a fucked up way, it makes sense, and, it, and it's a shitty kind of saying, but it makes perfect sense in the heat of the moment. You have to you have to immediately react. If you do not react, it could be your life because you didn't react. The more time that you spend doing nothing is more time that the enemy is doing something. And it puts your back against a metaphorical wall. It makes it that much harder for you to break away from anything bad. And uh, Kenobi chose indecision. <laughs> and he just reveled in it the whole time, too. Um, but it gets worse. Um, so Kenobi... in. How I don't know. I've never thrown a child off a three-story building, but I assume it doesn't take long for them to hit the ground. And man, I, I, one side story: I've seen my cousin fall. Like one night we were trying to, we were going to a club. I swear she took like two minutes to hit the ground, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "Yo, just fall already, <laughs> right? Just get it over with." That's the whole show. Um, so Kenobi just leaves cover and. Just in the middle of this firefight, it doesn't run very fast either. It's like, it's like a light fat guy jog, which Ewan McGregor's not fat, he's not. But like that's the only thing I can equate it to. And he jogs over to the ledge. He falls halfway off the ledge for some reason, <laughs> not in a bid to catch her or anything like that. He just falls to the ledge for absolutely no reason, and then he struggles to like use the force to stop her from falling and it's a fucking struggle for him to use the force like it takes this dude like five minutes <laughs> to stop her from falling oh, man brandon got the stats on force use hey star killer did this in point two that's all i'm saying star killer managed to pull a fucking warship out of out of subspace <laughs> Oh, I got bad news for you. Here's my controversial topic. I believe that's not continuity anymore. Unfortunately. Thanks, Disney. Um, either Ray way. Ray is the only one that can pull. God. 
<laughs> um, Poor Daisy Ridley, man. I feel like she really wanted to do something completely yeah. different with that character. <laughs> she did. And to be fair, when they did the sequels, the first episode was not bad. Or the first movie wasn't bad. I actually really enjoyed it. I actually... I actually loved it. I watched it about four times, two of which in theaters. I really, really Dude, loved it. I really he, loved JJ it. J.J. Abrams, he did a good job of remaking A, a New Hope. Like, that's mm-hmm. all it was. It was it was a rehash of A New Hope. And it was perfect. But it, 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 was, it was solid. It, there was fan service, but new material, great introductions of characters. Like, Finn, like, what an amazing character. Like, what a badass story. You know what I mean? Like, and that dude played the role so well. He crushed it. Ray, fucking Daisy Ridley crushed that fucking role. Like the roles were absolutely astonishing, and the actors crushed it. And then the other movies happened. The other two happened. Yeah, they, they got help. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. This, this to me is the most controversial, controversial. I think misuse of a of a potential character that could have. That yo, like this character would have been a legend. Like they would be making money selling like toys and games of this character. Who Finn? It's not Finn as much, dude. I love John Boyega. I I think he was great on Attack the Block. The fucking unnamed stormtrooper, the one with the battle axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one that looked at Finn. Was like. You better catch these hands. Yeah, dude. That dude was everybody's, like, everybody loved that unnamed Stormtrooper. <laughs> like, Bro, he, and he, he almost whooped that ass. Like, he that's almost the thing. won. But that's the thing I loved is, like, these dudes had no idea how to use it. Like, they're not trained in that. You know what I mean? So, like, to be overwhelmed in that nature, like, it made sense. It, it had continental sense to, like, oh, Finn didn't just roll up and hit him twice and he was down. You know what I mean? Like, it was an actual fight for his fucking life. <laughs> like, exactly. Okay, so, all right. Perfect. Hear me out. So, explain to me how somebody did not watch that first, that first ep- entry, I'm looking at you, Ryan Johnson, and was like, let me make Finn the main character yep. and let me turn this stormtrooper into some, like, some nemesis level villain that he is, he is so unrelenting. That he like he he shows up he could show up as in the in the in the series as like the one dude everybody has to get out of the way right or like he, he rises to prominence. he himself like, leaves the empire with the sole purpose of hunting down Finn and like he wears the same helmet like like throughout the whole thing so it's all fucked up as he's going through it so as he's getting deeper and deeper into madness of hunting Finn his white armor becomes more and more dirty and more and more broken and chipped just like his sanity. Dude, and you know what? It's perfect because then you turn this unnamed stormtrooper into a foil of Scion from KOTOR 2. Oh, shit. And how unrelenting. Like, dude, it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. there, there was so much potential and they focused on... And once again, clearly nothing against Daisy. Daisy really. She crushed she the role. Killed she killed it. Yeah. It was the writing the that killed it. Yep. The writing was yep. so bad. Yeah, but yeah, man, I feel like they missed out on such an opportunity because I feel if they had gone the route and were like, "Hey, we're gonna use this stormtrooper," like somebody should have pulled a D and D dungeon master and was like, "Yo, I know this uh, wasn't in the plans, but that guy needs to be somebody now." Yeah, especially the yep. fact of they they what they they fucked they killed Captain Phasma twice. Yeah, like she she was this threat. And that's another thing, man. That was my that was my girl Brienne from Game of Thrones, and she was phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal. And they wasted her talents to get she she got the Boba Fett treatment. Yep, yep. She'll come back. I'm sure they'll do something with her. Um, they have to because they're going to run out of shit. If the, if Kenobi is their fucking magnum opus right now. They're gonna be looking for shit like that. Um, but hold on, let's go back to Kenobi because I'm not done spewing how yeah. terrible this shit show is. Um, Bro, is is today's episode <laughs> just a review of Kenobi? <laughs> I'm thinking what we need to do is like we need to do like we'll do the regular show, but this is about to be its own like mini episode. Oh yeah, it's all bonus. Yeah, <laughs> this, is all a bonus bonus episode. Episode. <laughs> this is a bonus episode. This is a bonus episode. But going back to Kenobi, so. 
he stops her from falling, even though he struggles to use the force, which is just, I get it. I guess I can understand it. I guess, I guess I can see, I can see it. I don't believe it, but I can see it, you know? And then they run off, whatever, another fight. I'm going to skip a whole bunch of them wandering around. They make princess Leia to be like this shit talking. Don't take shit from no man. Fucking tough. Five-year-old, 10 year old. And, um, it's like super cringy writing. Like the whole time I was cringing, like just because of how bad her dialogue is. And like, bitch, you just fell off of <laughs> Yo, a fucking that's... building. <laughs> First of all, that's a star Wars staple. Okay. Like, it, but it's so cringy. Like, you know, they do it, especially since what's her name took over the star Wars franchise. Like that's always been her fucking thing, her gimmick. And, but it, this one takes the cake. <laughs> This one is the worst dialogue ever in any Star Wars movie ever. I have a question for you. What is the High Republic? The High Republic? What is the High Republic? I have no idea why. Apparently the High Republic, this was like a couple couple months ago. It was it's it's like the new initiative that she pushed to like for new Star Wars media. And apparently, I think storyline-wise, it takes place before Swotor. Oh, she's so she's redoing. So she cast out the thousands upon thousands of hours of Star Wars lore that already existed, and said it was no longer continuity. Just the way she could rewrite it and resell it as her own thing. Yeah, it didn't sell okay. well. Yeah, good. Good. Fuck her. I hate her. Just on like what she. I don't care about the pol. I know people hate her for political reasons and shit. I hate her just because of what she did to something that I grew up with and I love. And she just fucking massacred it, like destroyed it. it. I hate that. You know what I mean? And then she like, and then she hypes herself up to be like, look at all these awesome things I'm doing. And it's like, no, look at all these terrible things you're doing. <laughs> like, stop you know, it. Dude, Daisy Ridley hates that woman. Good. Uh, she hates that woman with a passion. <laughs> like, and it sucks too. Cause Daisy Ridley is, or, is she's such an amazing actress, dude. Like it's so fucking good. Um, absolutely phenomenal actress. Can't fault her at all. Like can't. Um, that and I'm a firm believer that if an actor convinces you to hate their character, they did their fuck. Oh, yeah. They're a phenomenal actress did, or actor. Yes, 100. percent Like that is literally their job. <laughs> like, like nope. Like, um, when Game of Thrones was big, and uh, who was the who was the chick, the uh, main villain who was in? She was banging her brother. Oh yeah, um, uh, the lady. Uh, I can't think. Of I can't even think of her name either. Cersei. Yeah, Cersei. She played Cersei Lannister. And whenever they did um, forums and shit, and they had the the like, you know, get your fucking autographs and shit, people would mm-hmm. skip her in line because they didn't want her autograph because they hated her character. And as I was sitting here like, that's the person I want it from. She made me hate her. Like that's how awesome she played that fucking role. <laughs> like she crushed you know, you... that role to the point I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> she you know what's funny i i feel like the it, it's weird that we talk about this just because me and carrie were having a whole conversation at game of thrones and um it's wild how like the actors on that show particularly the villains like shout outs to those actors like mm-hmm. number one the guy who played joffrey god bless that man that kid man yeah the level of hate mm-hmm. or vitriol he would get in real life, like, mm-hmm. damn it, like, that, I'm so sad he retired from acting. I don't blame him, though. That dude faced real-world backlash for a role he played in a show. Right, <laughs> like... exactly, right? Um, another one, the, the, the gentleman who played Ramsey Bolton. Like, oh, dude. He still pops like... up every now and then in a movie. But I don't think he'll ever have, like, as big a role again. I think that might be his, his, his apex. I feel so bad for him because, like, when when I when I heard he was cast in a Eter- um, not Eternals in um, Inhumans, and he in the the character he played, I thought it was such a good, um, I thought it was such a great casting, especially because he's part of like the like the Dark Illuminati. Um, I'm I'm really sad that didn't turn out for him, but it's it, he's one of those actors that is, he has such a niche role and is really good. Yeah, it's. He he has the right now. I feel like his career is kind of like where Matt Smith's career is. Like they're both amazing actors. They just can't seem to find that. Project they're stuck that, in the plateau. 
Yeah, like they just need that one project. Like that just the such phenomenal actor. But oh. yeah, man, that show like really delivered like for actors playing villains. Also, did you know um the chick who played Cersei? Um you remember uh Braun, I think his name, not the 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 freaking dude man who uh you had to pay him to do anything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His name yeah, was hung out with yeah, I, I, I F that up, dude. It's been like, well, I don't know how many years since the game. Yeah, who cares? Up. I stopped caring once the coffee cup was on the table. There we go. Um, shout out to that extra. <laughs> but yo, he apparently Cersei was married to Cersei was married to him in real life. And if you notice throughout the series, there they never shoot a scene together. Is that the because like that was like the clickbaity headlines back then? Was that what they were talking about? Like, uh-huh, allegedly, okay. yeah. Like, they were like, yo, we don't want to be in the same room. Which is kind of normal, I would say, in the last yeah, couple of years. <laughs> like, I get it. Um, <laughs> right? I can't harm either party on that. <laughs> I mean, either way, both of them did a phenomenal oh, job. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Both of them crushed it. All the, All the actors yeah. crushed I, it. I was, I was just show. doing a quick run in my head to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, just the, the showrunners, like, if you didn't want to do the show anymore, you should have stepped down and just let somebody have taken it over. Uh, speaking of stepping down and just canceling something before it turns terrible, um, Kenobi. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, before we go down this rabbit hole. All right, so now I'm going to skip a whole bunch of wandering around and XYZ. Um, eventually, another fight takes place, and Kenobi gets stuck in a warehouse, I guess, against uh, the... The, the chick who has a, like this weird vendetta against him for no reason and wait talk, wait wait talk about wait, he, wait a third party interjects themselves no 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 his... it's one of the inquisitors it's one of the inquisitors okay um, yeah it's the third sister i think um it doesn't really matter but uh so she has this dude literally fucking cornered like like kenobi cannot like i guess he could escape he had complete. He could have ran out of the back because it was like an open facing warehouse. My man hasn't been doing cardio, so that would yeah. But we just fun. saw he does not do cardio anymore. He is not. He is no longer the general of the clone of the clone army. Um, My man was flipping on him, dog. He, he had the high ground. <laughs> Hello there. So she has him completely cornered, but not cornered. Um, if you actually look, like, the dude is nowhere near being cornered. He's hiding behind, like, one piece of metal. And she literally, like, knows where he's at. And here comes another Inquisitor. He just walks in, like, from nowhere. He just shows up. Like, he doesn't have, like, there's no doors. Like, he's literally just there now. <laughs> like, like, he goku <laughs> He goku in instant transmission, <laughs> like, right next to her. And, um... He's like, Real quick, you said it was a it's a guy inquisitor. Yes, it is a male inquisitor. Um, I think it's like uh, the uh, main inquisitor. I don't know. I really didn't care enough. Oh, okay. I, I really didn't care enough to. I didn't to actually figure it I, out. Okay, I really cause... don't care. It, like that's how bad it is. Is like, it's it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because because <laughs> the, the dude's like, knock it off. Like, let me take care of this. You're heated, so you're gonna do something stupid. Anakin's obviously going to want him alive, so let me take care of it, because you're just going to fucking kill him. <laughs> Which, fair. Um, so he begins to, like, raise the metal and shit, like, starts using the Force to, like, reveal Kenobi. And she, like, she gets mad for absolutely no reason and throws a little temper tantrum and fucking kills him. And then while killing him, Kenobi just slinks away. And it's like, you wanted Kenobi dead that bad. That you literally had him in your sights, and you had you were fucking four feet away from him, and this is a guy who you I've spent two episodes now listening to how much you want to kill him, and instead of like letting homeboy reveal Kenobi, and then you just fucking force choking him or throwing your lightsaber or fucking like killing the homeboy who revealed him and then killing Kenobi. You killed the dude and lost your chance to Kenobi. Like, there's no sense. You know what I mean? Like, the whole character, her whole character arc makes zero sense. Like, there's none, there's none there. Like, there's no logic. There's nothing to it. It's just fucking thin. And um, 
Actually, I can no, let me finish this, and I have the perfect analogy to bring this back to. I have the perfect fucking analogy. So Kenobi slinks away, and um, yeah, man, that's kind of where I stopped giving a shit, and that's kind of where I'm gonna leave it. Um, the whole show sucks. Like it's terrible. Like like it is not good. I'm like, I thought like I knew walking into it, it wasn't gonna meet the high expectations I had because it's about a character I love. I knew that walking in, so like I did my best to like not hype myself for it. But at the same time, like I walked in expecting nothing, and I was still fucking disappointed. That's that you you it's 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 weird because. Yo, there's a comic that follows his diary of what he was doing. There's a whole book called Kenobi that takes place during, like, at this exact time. And the writer's dead ass. Once again, I'm so sick of this shit in Hollywood. The writers once again said they read the source material and then ditched it and did their own thing. First of all, Kenobi should not have been released to mixed reviews. Kenobi it should, really was such a hard thing to fuck up. Like, people it, wanted this. People have been desperate for this. And you fucked it up. Like, mixed reviews? Are you shitting me? This should have been outstanding. Like I said, you could have literally had him just wandering around, fucking trying to live day-to-day life for fucking six or eight episodes. And, like, dealing with his conundrum of having lost Anakin. And, like, trying to use the Force. Like, like it could have been nothing. There didn't have to be any action to this. None. Like, and instead, you inserted so many tropes and so much bullshit that, like, the whole thing doesn't make sense. That, pretty, oh, no, you first. Because I'm going to wrap up what how I feel about it. Oh, no, 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 wrap it up. No, no, wrap, wrap up, wrap, wrap up. Because, I, I like, this, the, the statement is more of a question. And I think me and you will probably be on the same point of it but no 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 rap i don't want to i don't mean to interrupt so have you ever watched the movie my cousin Vinny? oh of course yeah okay dude it it's a staple movie i just rewatched it a few nights ago it's one of my favorite movies of all time it is probably the only movie i can watch a thousand times in a row and still laugh at like it's an amazing movie but do you remember that right but do you remember that scene (laughs) where um vinnie and the the you know the other guy who was accused of the murder, they're in there and he's like, Hey Vin, I think I'm going to go with the public defender. Cause obviously you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. And Vinny pulls out a fucking playing card. I'm going to be real with you, dog. I haven't seen the movie in a long time, so I'm not going to be like, and, and say, I remember I vaguely, Oh, I'm going to send it remember, to you. But... Cause once I do, it's a minute long. It's only a minute. I'm going to send it to you real quick. So that way you can watch it. Because this perfectly describes exactly how I feel about Kenobi. Alright, let's see. Yo, it's Ralph Macchio, yo! Yeah. (laughs) Such a great actor. Dude, so, so, like, such ahead of its time. This is good writing, by the way. (laughs) You know what's you know what's great about that scene? Everything. It, it's kind of everything. <laughs> everything. everything. <laughs> That's an amazing it's, scene. It, it lives rent free in my head. <laughs> no, it's an amazing scene because it, it comes down to like if let's say hypothetically speaking, right? You commit a crime with with your boys. As long as nobody talks, given the fact that you know you guys took every precaution possible. If nobody talks, they have nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's you know what? That kind of bows to what I'm saying about Kenobi. is like, they went through and they tried to make this show. They showed you how straight the lines are. They showed you how thick it is. They showed you, like, trying to build this amazing show. But then as soon as you, like, actually take a second and look at it, you see how thin it is. There's no substance. There's no depth. There's nothing there. Like, it is all just make-believe there's nothing there that speaks to the characters that i grew up with and know and love like i didn't come in i was a 90s kid i didn't watch the fucking original series i grew up watching the fucking prequel movies and i fucking loved them i i'm i'm not ashamed to admit it i actually thoroughly enjoyed the prequels because that's the star wars i grew up with and then after that that's when my father showed me the star wars he grew up with 
And that's how, like, Star Wars was supposed to be. It was supposed to be, like, something that everybody in different generations can bond with and, like, see how, like, one generation impacts another. <laughs> like, that's the essence of this show is one person's, the, the child, the son is paying for the sins of the father. Like, that is the whole movie. That, that That's the whole shtick. And somehow they managed to just forego that lineage, that fucking amazing acting, that beautiful story writing, even some of the boring parts. I mean, let's face it. The prequels were a lot of fucking shit happening basically in Congress. <laughs> like, a lot of nonsense. And But at least there was substance. At least they were bricks adding to the story. And when I watched the actual like episodes my dad grew up with, they led to the, me seeing how that house was built because I was able to grow up seeing the bricks that were used to make it. In Kenobi, it's there's no bricks; they're playing cards. And as soon as the wind blows, the whole thing towers down behind, like around it. That's no, that's that's beautifully said. I, it's interesting just because I didn't have that experience, just because like as a kid, and this I know this will blow your mind, dude. I used to think Star Wars was like the dumbest thing in the world i can see that a lot of people did like and i guess also living in jersey that's that's not like that's not something an urban kid watches and i remember i remember one day i got sick i was i was sick and i was staying at home so this is how this i'm definitely about to show my age i put on tbs (laughs) and they're showing star wars it dude it's, it's kind of like right now me with warhammer where essentially I'm like, oh, this is like, like, this is like a whole other subculture that's like way nerdier than yep. where I'm at, and I'm not gonna mess with it. But when you, when you finally like sit down and watch it, just like Star Wars and and as with Warhammer, it's crazier now that I've like I've really gotten into the lore of it. There's so much sus like s- substance there, like there's so many building blocks. Just because I, I didn't understand Star Wars, and then I watched it, and then I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. And then I'm playing Rogue Squadron. Then my first Xbox, I get KOTOR, and I'm like, this is amazing. Oh, KOTOR changed the game, dude. Completely, completely. And and, and it's it's kind of like Warhammer for me, because I, I thought I kind of had an idea of what was going on. And then I finally like really learned like the lore and the world building. So Dude, much. it's it's phenomenal. It is so phenomenal much flawless and... attention to detail and making sure each thing flows with or into another thing. Like it, it's so good. You, this is the best way to put like Warhammer lore. It, it's so moi <laughs> is because what I knew was basically the propaganda of the 40k universe. And now that I've gone back and I've listened to like the the 20th century, the third, the thirds, the 30th century. I'm like they it it the everything they did leading up to it explains why everybody's so brainwashed in 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 40k, and I'm like it it works well because I was completely brainwashed thinking it was always like that. Uh, like I that's you. how good it like that's how well written the lore is. That if you don't know anything about it and you jump on, you get caught up in the propaganda, and 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 that's the thing about Kenobi, man, because. And I'll be real. I my only expectation of Kenobi was this, and I think the lady who directed Eternals probably would have been perfect for this. I was expecting a story that was Kenobi in the desert, and it was like a Dante Dante's Inferno story of him yep. kind of going back and figuring what went wrong, as well as coming like coming to terms with a lot of his demons. Yes. And his failures. That's the show I was expecting. Yes. And, that and because Hayden. Yep. But they gave us this is what you're essentially. T- also, just to clarify, Brandon has seen the first two episodes. I have not. I just wanted to. I wanted to see what the uh, the feedback was. We're like an hour into this. Yeah. Well, well yeah. This, this is definitely going to be a bonus episode. There's no way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to upload that for, for this week as a little treat. Um. Yeah, man, I just, there's just, they could have done anything else. And instead they use the same, like, I don't know if it's like all Hollywood or act like writers are turning into garbage. 
I don't know if it's like the same four people who are just so fucking tired they don't have any ideas left, so they're just regurgitating the same shit. There's nothing there. Like, like it's so unsubstantial. And yet, and then when they do try to add substance, it's so forced that it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know, man. It's just bad. It's just bad. I don't know if I'll finish it. I'll probably watch this next episode, the third one that came out, just because fucking Hen God told me something cool happens in it. And hopefully, maybe that'll change me. That'll move my direction. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be have to be something pretty fucking cool. Like, it's going to be, it has to be, like, somebody pulling a fucking frigate from space. Like, <laughs> like it has to be something cool. Because this is just garbage. I literally would have taken Obi-Wan wandering around in the desert, doing nothing, and just having a battle with himself. Which would have been nothing. Like, there would have been no action, no nothing. It would just literally been Ewan McGregor walking, and I would have been enthralled with it. You you know what I I and I I I feel like we in a weird way. The show should have been an introspective. It, it should have been a show because the biggest thing is, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go back to Ryan Johnson. Right, they wanted to film something different. They wanted to like break expectations. Right, so instead of making a a one man character driven arc of him like going through everything with Anakin and Vader. And all that. And it, it could even be a lead up to how he connects with Qui-Gon, right? Or how those the, the, the ties of Qui-Gon's force ghosts linking up with him. Yeah. Like they, they, it should have been a it should have been a character study in why the Jedi Order failed. Yes. And and, and what Obi Wan could have done to keep Anakin from falling down. Oh, that path. There was nothing to do it, because that's the thing that always blew my mind. And that's the thing that would have been perfect to do, actually. I agree with you hundred percent. Because the whole point of Anakin Skywalker was to bring balance to the Force, right? That was the whole prophecy. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker brought balance to the Force. It was just not the way the Jedi wanted. It was not the thing. And that's why when Ewan sure. McGregor is having sure. that fight with him and he's screaming, like, you were, the, you were supposed to be the chosen one. Well, he was. Anakin was the chosen one. He did bring balance to the Force. There was thousands of Jedi. And, like, at that time, there was only one Sith. That's not balance. You don't have to accept it. And that's the whole, like, two faces of the Sith and the Jedi. Is like, the Jedi, there was fucking so many of them. And no Sith, there has to be a balance. You can't have evil without good. And you can't have good without evil. And, depending on where you're at, you view the other side as that. The Sith viewed the Jedi as evil. And the Jedi viewed the Sith as evil. He should have been coming to terms with understanding that Anakin was indeed the Chosen One. And there was nothing that he could have done to, like, change it. Like, because Anakin did exactly what he was born to do and bring balance. Just because you didn't like the result, <laughs> like, has nothing to do with it. And that would have been an amazing fucking thing to watch, I agree with you, a character study. And him coming to that conclusion. Because by the time he does become Ben Kenobi in the, you know, the actual movies later on... He does understand that at that point, right? I that's and the funny thing is, I, I keep harping to the lady who did Eternals. Like the thing about the Eternals movie, and 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 this is from like the two two and a half hours that I got to actually sit down and watch it. I think my my personal favorite parts of the movie that I actually enjoyed more than the action in the movie was how she how she. She kind of did the relationships, especially when you see the Eternals working through different eras of civilizations. I feel like with what she was filming, they could have done with Kenobi and shown like the different eras of the Republic or what it would have looked like if they made this decision or if they would have figured things out sooner. Oh, speaking of, I forgot to mention, he finds out in that mm. warehouse um this bitch literally just tells him as he's hiding behind metal that anakin's still alive and like kenobi has zero like reaction to it doesn't bring it up again doesn't think about it again just nothing just nothing nothing all that that's a that's a missed opportunity all that That, power like that scene of them fighting like by the lava and like how fucking ewan mcgregor crushed that scene of just like the passion behind like him upset 
And then to bring oh. none of that over is just terrible direction. It, it's just it's just bad, man. Like the whole show is just bad so far. Like I can't in my heart recommend it to anybody because to me it kind of ruins. It kind of ruins Star Wars. <laughs> like it kind of ruins I, it. I I respect that, man. I, I mean, you know, let's. I I gotta watch the show too. I'm a, I'm gonna give it a shot before. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. My judgment on it. Yeah, yeah definitely. But it, it, you're right. It is, it is sad just because. Also, y'all, we we're talking about episode three, Revenge of the Sith. It, it really is such a powerful moment in the in the series, given how the how the sequel was treated. And I'm just like you, man. I love the prequel series. I think it's phenomenal. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. I got toys. I had the toys as a kid to prove it. Yep, I got those um, Jar Jar Binks cups from Taco Bell, motherfucker. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> But um, nah, man, it, 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 you're right because that scene when he, spoiler alert, when he when he cuts down Anakin, yep, and he's watching him burn. Like you and McGregor did such a great job to convey the pain of like I'm watching my brother, I'm yep. watching my son, I'm watching the last memory of Qui Gon Jinn. Yep. Yeah, that was the Burn. only thing Qui Gon Jinn ever gave him <laughs> was a kid. Legit, <laughs> and and the the pain is in, is is a combination of not only am I losing such an important person in my life and in my development, I failed. This yep. is literally the only thing Qui Gon asked me to do. Yep, train this kid to be the balance. I think and I failed, and that's the thing that I always like love to come back to as a personal thought experiment is whether or not Qui-Gon Jinn truly knew the prophecy. And that's why he was so kind to Anakin. Because if you see other younglings and their masters, I'm not going to say like their masters were like mean to them, but they were very, it was very tough love. Like it was very like, oh no, you're going to die <laughs> if I do not teach you how to fight. And Qui-Gon was very like, I don't know. He was very kind to Anakin like like it's hard to describe but Qui-Gon treated him more like a son than he did as a pupil and I don't know if it was like Qui-Gon like trying to change Anakin to break the prophecy and like that's why he was telling Obi-Wan like in his death spoiler um telling Obi-Wan like you need to take care of him and I need to rewatch I basically need to rewatch the prequels but I love that thought experiment of like, did Qui Gon actually know the true meaning of the prophecy, and he was trying to prevent it? And then when he was cut down, he tried to give that to Obi Wan in his dying breast, but obviously, um, he couldn't really talk so good. <laughs> so you know, he had to do it with as few words as possible. No nah, man, it, it, you know what's funny? There's a there's a guy on the on the Jedi Council. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a photo of him later. This guy is, is probably the worst, the worst Jedi Master you could ever have gotten in all of the in all of the temple or the academy, all of it. And not only that, I just want to clarify, he's also the only, he was one, if not one of the only Jedi that was allowed to actually have intercourse <laughs> because of his species having such a low population. No like shit. he had a family and everything. Oh yeah, yo, this guy is a total tool. There, there's, um, there's one or two guys in particular to do such a good job into his, his uh, character dive, and I'm glad he got shot in Order sixty six because he was <laughs> truly a menace in the in the galaxy. God, but yeah, man. But anyway, I that's kind of all I have to say. I'm gonna end up repeating myself with Kenobi at this point. It, it's just I can't recommend it in good in good conscience. To anybody who loves anything Star Wars, even if you like Star Wars, I couldn't recommend it. All right, so let we'll, we'll wrap up the review right here. So based on Brandon's review, zero out of ten. Zero out of ten, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here, and that is our review of the first two episodes of Kenobi. I'll probably come back and I'll give little notes. Well, oh, we'll do it. we'll because. We now that we've we'll do done a part this, two. We'll we do have a part to have two. a part two in like an episode or two, and like see maybe if this was just like the pre-show jitters getting worked out or X Y Z. You never know. Yeah, we'll come back to it. I'm sure, but as yeah, of now, I, it's just zero out of ten. 
I do want to leave on one note that it kind of makes me mad. I hate it when the fans go after the actress mm-hmm. or the actresses. It's like y'all, the, the 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 hate needs to go to the writers. Like y'all can't blame these actresses who these actresses who happen to be minorities who get these roles. They they didn't they didn't write the script. Yeah, just doing and they didn't they, they didn't do the casting. <laughs> if you hate them exactly. for that reason, which I disagree with, <laughs> but I am saying, if you hate them. Because of their role and the skin color that they are playing in that role, that's not their fault either. <laughs> like, they didn't fucking, they didn't put on blackface and fucking then try out for the role. They are black. <laughs> like, that's how it is. And they were cast for it. And if you hate them for that, one, you're fucking stupid and I disagree with you and it's a terrible thing to be as a human. Two, it's not even their fault. It's the casting. And guess who fucking tells the casting who to pick? No, nah, man, I think it just goes down to. Better writing. Yep. Write better. End of the day. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 well, once we finish our, our project, our unnamed, our unnamed project, I'm, I'm, I'll, have, I'll have better vocalization for exactly <laughs> how I feel about <laughs> the writing. Ooh, I, will, I, I do want to end the, our bonus episode on this. Because of this conversation, I believe there's a, a project I want to propose to you that we should do. Everybody stay tuned. original podcast written and produced by Brandon Wayner and Kenny Gomez uh, sound and editing by Brandon Wayner intro composed and played by Achilles Amistad transitions and outro composed and played by Sam Gibbs and then both can be found on fiber.com uh, you know for any inquiries information and feedback please visit you me and lore Facebook Instagram Twitter um, drop a dime <laughs>